is in the know for Monday, August 7, the 219th day of 2023. There are 146 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we'll ask where's Quacky for the first time. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's V. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Not too bad. Um, I got one ear that's uh, I got one ear that I can't hear out very well today, okay. and then the other ear, uh, I put my headphones on and I felt something crawling around in there, and I opened the earphone and a spider crawled out. So I got all that good stuff going for me this morning. Doesn't that sound like sound like great fun? Oh my! Yeah, it just happened literally, like just like thirty seconds ago. So. Hello. Oh, my goodness. So, okay. Try not to think too much about wow. it. Uh, yesterday, I laid, uh, I, I, I got down in the floor with you and Alea, and there was this vast sea of Legos. Yes. Pretty much as far as the eye can see. Uh-huh. There must be a million of them. Uh-huh. And I just decided I would see what you all were doing. Mm-hmm. But you can't resist. Like, you cannot lay in front of a sea of Legos and avoid mm-hmm. starting snapping them together and making something. It just kind of comes natural, Would yes? Would you like to know there's more coming? There are more coming? Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, make sure you take time to play with your children. Child development experts point out that playing with children benefits not only children but also adults. Adults can reawaken the joy of their own childhood. Play enables children and adults to be passionately and totally immersed in an activity of their choice and to experience intense joy. We have like a whole uh, Lego mega city. We do. It's under and construction. Like I said, I'm going today to pick up a few more. So uh, the Lego city is annexing into yes, new territory. It is. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Other than that spider thing, I'm doing okay. Hmm. Uh, when was the last time you played your trombone? I've been graduated for <laughs> a couple weeks before I graduated high school. You haven't picked it up since high school? I've, I mean, you like, picked it up. the case has but moved. You, but you not played it? No, it's not come out of the case, I don't think, since, since what, eight, over eight years ago. Turns out playing a musical instrument even badly relieves stress. Researchers measured 45 genes linked to stress in people as they worked to solve frustrating puzzles. Those who stopped and played a digital piano reversed or turned off 19 genes that trigger stress compared to those who read afterward or continued working with a puzzle. So instead of just your little stress ball that you got, maybe just get over there and do the... I don't think you all would appreciate that on air. I don't know. It might add a little flair to the uh, to the festivities. So, I mean, that's just go ahead and bring it. And then if you feel the time is right to play it, then you, then I, I need to then you'll be ready. Practice a little bit before I could because it's been a, it's been a while. Scattered showers and storms to start your week. That's at least expected for later in the day. We're going to see additional rounds of storms possible through the evening, then more rounds of rain possible 
for Wednesday afternoon into Thursday. And then we are watching weekend rain chances as well. But we are going to see, now we will see some gusts uh, today. Matter of fact, um, that's kind of the weather graphic for today is are the gusts maybe 30 miles per hour. Then uh, tomorrow we see some clouds, 40% chance of rain. But the highs remain well in the lower 80s today, mid-80s tomorrow, upper 80s on Wednesday, and then another mild day for Thursday. So generally, we're not going to see the high temperatures, but we will maintain some of the humidity. High 83 the high today, breezy early tonight, showers fading, and a low of 66, mostly sunny. And 85 for your tomorrow is what you can expect. I saw Friday afternoon the national news was carrying uh, some coverage of the flooding down in Fulton County, down through Hickman, and then that ran through western Tennessee, and then down into northwestern Alabama in just kind of a line where uh, about 10 inches of rain over a 24-hour period, 8 to 10 inches of rain was dumped on various communities, including down in Hickman, so it was a... um, it they was, can't catch a break. No, no. It's especially. It's luckily it was. I mean, it barely got into Kentucky, but Kentucky is Kentucky. Fortunately, it didn't rain another. You know, big dump of big uh, round of water on Graves County and and Mayfield again, which we'll talk about. They had a a big weekend otherwise down there. The towering Mother Ukraine statue in Kiev, one of the nation's most recognizable landmarks, lost its hammer and sickle symbol yesterday. As officials replace the Soviet-era emblem with the country's trident coat of arms. Ukraine has long been associated with Russia, but obviously, and it's the goal of Russia to reunite into old mother Russia, including Ukraine. And Ukraine says, no, we're not interested in doing that. So they are doing what they can to remove the symbology of Russia, even through its heritage. And so the old hammer and sickle is gone. I saw this morning also uh, an assassination attempt on uh, on President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, unsuccessful, <laughs> thank goodness, but uh, obviously tensions still ratcheted up. Now, down in western Kentucky, Fancy Farm is historically the uh, ramp-up or the kickoff to the general election season. The uh, gubernatorial candidates here in Kentucky have been barbing for several weeks anyway so it it really wasn't um it wasn't really a kickoff to anything but it yet still is an annual gathering there at uh, saint jerome parish in graves county um a few minutes outside of mayfield where i think nineteen thousand pounds of barbecue and that i think that i don't even think that includes the mutton is prepared they had a fish fry on friday and then they have the big barbecue on saturday and then for a long, long time, the festivities of the afternoon, including, include political speeches. So they, you know, ran through the ticket, various people speaking on uh, various things. You know, the old adage is you can't win at Fancy Farm, but you can lose at Fancy Farm. People make gaffes. They make mistakes. They don't hold up well under the pressure. But I think everybody kind of made it uh, made it through okay. Nothing surprising between... The Bashirs and the Camerons, uh, what you've been hearing Andy Bashir and his campaign say is pretty consistent with what he said on Saturday. What you've been hearing Cameron say was pretty uh, consistent with what you've been hearing him say along the along the line. So no real uh, Andy Bashir has a lot of he has a lot of experience at Fancy Farm Cameron, not as much. And so there were kind of some people wondering, well, how is he going to do in that environment when for both sides, you got just as many people screaming at you as you have screaming for you because they all bring their motivated. The speeches are not for the people on the ground at Fancy Farm. They're for the people watching around the country and around the state and around the country. 
But when you get those hecklers, even when you're a seasoned professional like Mitch McConnell, when you hear people screaming at you and yelling, retire, 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 being able to maintain your being cool <laughs> under pressure is a, is a skill that not all of us have. So anyway, it was, he did show up. So that was, that was good. Uh, McConnell was there and he threw some zingers. I'd be curious to know if he wrote his zingers. Not a chance in France. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, he's so. But he, Do you think he has a so funny <laughs> bone in his body? Like, well, he, like, it, he, he, he thinks it's like, he do you has. Think, do you think Andy Bashir wrote a bunch bone. of his jokes? Not a chance no, in France. No, oh, no. You don't think? No. Daniel Cameron probably didn't write. They don't write any of them. You don't think? No, absolutely. It's rare that you meet a funny politician. Well, but McConnell likes to throw these little quips around the things that he thinks are funny like things that he laughs that he laughs at when he says them and then everybody else depending upon the room has to go whoa, 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 you know even when they're not funny so i don't some of the zingers weren't very good and makes me think like it gives some credibility to they might be writing them that makes sense. If they were all if they were all polished and smooth and scored, well, I like, then I would be like, yeah, yeah there's like somebody else. Matt Jones this. tells the story a lot about when he hosted Fancy Farm about how he had to he pulled like his three funniest friends into a room and and had to use them because he knew that he wasn't funny enough to have it be successful. Yeah, all right, that makes good sense. But uh, it is funny to see them throw zingers and then reach down on their binder and then turn the page. You know, like the best zingers. If you're being a stand-up comedian, and you're throwing zingers. You need to be able to, you know, improv those or be off the cuff or impromptu. But the old uh, zinger, wait for applause, turn page, grab both sides of the podium, resume speech. Yeah, it feels kind of, kind of robotic in some cases. So anyway, thanks to uh, Stephen Elder and all those people down there for continuing to entertain us uh, year after year. This week is Kentucky Farmer's Market Week around uh, the Commonwealth. That uh, began yesterday and runs through Saturday. Farmer's Market Week salutes the 170 farmer's markets located in 115 counties. In uh, Kentucky's farmer's markets not only bring consumers the freshest foods available, but they connect the consumer with the farmers who grow and raise their food. We have one. Uh, we'll have one on Wednesday and on uh, Saturday here in our community. So it's Farmer's Market Week. So get out uh, and, and enjoy and support. The Move Over campaign is in effect through early next week in an effort to protect those who protect us. Kentuckians are urged to slow down and move over if safely possible when passing emergency vehicles that are parked on the side of the road. To raise awareness of the state's move over law, the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety is joining the state police to promote slow down and move over. That, uh, that messaging is through August 15th. Kentucky passed its move over law in 2003 requiring drivers to move over to the adjacent lane when approaching an emergency vehicle or public safety vehicle with flashing lights. If changing lanes is impossible or unsafe, drivers must then slow down and use caution. Failure to do so can result in fines, jail time, or both. All 50 states have similar laws. Again, a key part of that is when possible to do so. There are some highways that you're on where the traffic is so congested that it is more unsafe to try and cram everybody over into one lane in the jockeying than it is to just slow down and make sure you give people 
room to work. So move over when you can, and it's safe to do so. There's not much moving over going on today. If you're southbound on I-65 about uh, the western Kentucky part, it was right at the Bluegrass Parkway, a semi-truck overturned early this morning carrying steel rods and has all lanes of I-65 south closed. They're detouring people on to exit 94. Can you imagine what Mulberry Street is like in E-Town hmm. today? No, thank you. I don't. Uh, I don't want to go through that uh, through that area. I mean, when you take all of the traffic on I sixty five South, and you run it through downtown E Town to get back to wherever to rejoin I sixty five is going to be a mess. A mess for the portion of the day that it takes to get that uh, reopen. A bipartisan measure designed to guarantee electronic privacy protection in Kentucky is being proposed for considerations by the General Assembly session that will convene January 2. The legislation is currently designated Bill Request 26. It would aim to regulate the use of automated license plate readers, drones, artificial intelligence, and microchip technology. The first section of BR 26 covers automated license plate readers, an entity could retain collected data for only 90 days unless it's evidence in a felony case, the subject of a subpoena, or being used to collect tolls. The bill would also prohibit the sale of license plate data. So there are a bunch of license plate readers going on. Uh, when you say, for instance, when you leave the airport in Louisville, when you go up and pay, you, know, you put your credit card in there, it's unattended, your license plate gets scanned. They scan you in, they scan you out. So there's no real reason for them to keep that data. But I can see where it's used to collect tolls if it helps in the efficiency of the billing process. Because when you cross that bridge, if you don't have one of those transponders in Louisville, you just magically, about 60 days later, get a bill in the mail mm-hmm. saying you owe us for toll crossing the bridge. And guess what? There's a picture of your license plate showing when you and sometimes, when you crossed it. Sometimes you get sent one from New Jersey, and you've never even been in New Jersey. Yeah. I had that happen, and I had to call and been like, I've never even been there. Huh. Nor is my car. That's weird. Yeah. And luckily, they were like, weird. okay. They just said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I've never been up that way. The second section applies to unmanned aircraft or drones. It would ban the use of drones with an imaging device on private property without the owner's written consent. Some exceptions would apply for law enforcement, for example, with a search warrant. Civil action may be taken against violators according to the draft of the legislation. Now, well, here's, the, here's where that's precarious. Because above a, certain, uh, above a certain number of feet, that's FAA-controlled airspace, and the, you, don't earn, you don't own your property vertically like you think you might. So there are already restrictions like you cannot take off and land a drone in a national park. But there are no restrictions from flying it in a national park if your takeoff and landing is outside of that park. Does that make sense? So I don't know how this law is going to – I mean, it would say you can't take off and land from private property without the consent of the owner. But just step into public and it's okay? I I don't know. It seems kind of fuzzy to me. So anyway, that's a snapshot at what may be happening in your legislature coming in January. The rest of the world has apparently caught up to the U.S. national women's team. The national women's team in soccer got uh, bounced from the uh, elimination round of the World's Cup yesterday. Sweden on PKs uh, were able Sweden's to. Sweden's also a really, really good team. Sweden so. got better. They got t- the 
the thing that amazes me, I guess, the most about the Women's Cup is they had that 1-1, had that 1-1 tie in the um, in the round robin. Mm-hmm. But did they score a goal in the World Cup other than that one goal? Yeah, because they beat Vietnam. Oh, is it like 7-1 or something like that? Yeah, I've forgotten about them playing Vietnam. But it's their earliest exit from the t- from the tournament for the four-time tournament champions, and they were the favorites. Of course, you know, in our uh, cultural war that we got going on, you know, some people are ha-haing at that, and some people are, you know, uh, poor women and go Team USA. I, will, I, I guess I would just say from a person on the outside looking in, is when they fought so hard for equal pay and they got it and they were like, okay, we're being treated for them to suddenly get bound. Like the timing of this is probably the worst possible time. I don't think those two things are connected whatsoever. Absolutely not. They shouldn't be. They just, they played a really good team and then they, they didn't play great and they didn't play a good team. I don't know that you can connect those two. That's just at least my opinion. Yeah. Well, it, uh, it shows you, the technology that they have in the game and really in all sports now. Yeah, the VAR. I mean, it was just a fraction that the the ball was able to cross there and a goal. And, see, and probably without that technology, that probably doesn't get called a goal. No, and that's one of those things is that doesn't get called a goal. They very well win in PKs, and they might have won the entire thing. Is It's just like it, it's sometimes that's just how it goes. Sometimes it's random. The dumb Nationals swept the Reds 6-3. to three. Yesterday was the winner, so... The Reds, where do they stand? They're not in first place, but where are Tied they? Tied for second. Tied with, for second? With UConn. Uh, back with the uh, with the uh, Kodiaks, with the Cubs. Yeah, and uh, host, host the Marlins. They just need a win. Uh, injuries are really starting to catch up to the Red Legs. Well, we're what? Uh, we're, we're what? Got seven weeks left in the season? Mm, just, uh, seven, eight, something seven, like eight that. Seven, eight weeks. Yeah. So they got time, but. Uh, I think last game's like October 1 in yeah. that range, October 2. It's about two months. NASCAR got rain delayed yesterday, so they will try and resume today from uh, Michigan at Michigan International Speedway, suspended due to rain. They will try that today. If you're a NASCAR fan, I'm sure you'll be trying to figure out a way to keep an eye on that. And then I was seeing this story about the Pac-12. Four teams remain in the Pac-12. The Pac-4? Uh, they have Pac-4. So what happens What happens to them? Do they go somewhere else? Do they join? Do they They're gonna try to... to find a ship to hop on? What are they going to do? I don't know. I think they're going to merge with the Mountain West. I think that's their only choice. It probably is their only choice. The SEC wouldn't take any of them, would they? <laughs> I mean, you would think not the Southeastern Conference. I think the only hope would be is that the SEC would take another Big 12 school or something and then they'd jump yeah. in, but I don't, I don't know. It's kind of a messy business these days. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Where's Quacky? Day number one coming up here on In the Know. House Day. It's Professional Speakers Day. Purple Heart Day, Raspberries and Cream Day. It's People Who Complain About Everything Day. <laughs> and it's day number one of Where's Quacky. For the first time for the next 20 shows, we're going to be asking you to identify where our friend Quacky is. Are you ready? Uh, wait a minute. Don't, don't do it just yet. So um, the Ducking Hunger Regatta is coming on Labor Day. And you have a chance. Uh, you could sponsor ducks yourself, or you could win a duck today. <laughs> win a duck, ring a bunny. Uh, uh. So, ring a duck, win a bunny. That's what it was. You have a chance to win $1,000 or some secondary prizes in the Ducking Hunger Regatta on Labor Day. So, what you're going to do is the photo that we're about to show you 
You can find the photo on our Facebook page, and in the comments section, you tell us where you think Quacky is. And then this time tomorrow, we will find out who the winner is and uh, win their very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. And if you'd like to point your smartphone at your screen right now, you can scan the QR code and sponsor your own duck. So we need you to... Uh, if if we were to get all the ducks sponsored, it would represent 80,000 meals for the Grayson County Alliance. So please do your part. All right, let's 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 see today. Got like a drum roll or something to see where Quacky starts? Quack, 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 quack. Oh, he's not oh, even in, in the shot. Oh, there he is. Okay. All right. I th- okay. I think, I think I know what that is. Um, Did, does he have a CDL? Uh, I don't know. That would be a good question. Um, I, I mean, Quacky is, is very talented, very talented. Very skilled, okay, highly trained. He's taking after Joey Votto. So again, not, not, not in the show thread. Mm-hmm. There, there's his own separate post on our Facebook page. It just went live a few minutes ago, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you can start commenting on it and tell us who, and where, where you believe Quacky is. Fair assumption too. Like just because everyone else has a guess doesn't mean they're right. That's right. Exactly. We, we've had that happen in yes. the past so where there have been like 75 the comments yeah. and 72 say it's this, but it's actually the three that, that go against the crowd that have been right. Yeah. The trust you got. I am a little disappointed uh, that neither of you have made any comment to my board today. One of you I, might I, not recognize it. I, I, I read it. You do? Uh-huh. I, I, I think it. I have to zoom I, out I, a little but bit. I had, but were but you, I had, are you singing it yes, in your mind? Uh-huh. I yeah. Am. Guess who's back? Back again. Quacky's back. back. Tell a friend. Guess who's quack? Guess who's quack? Guess who's quack? How long did it take you to figure that out? I just walked in and immediately came yeah. out of my, I wrote it on the board. <laughs> I spent zero time preparing it. Because you're a professional, right? No, it just, it just, it just came to me. Hey, uh, if you're like me and you're wondering, do you need your COVID-19 vaccine card for any reason? You know, the, the pandemic apparently has come and gone. And um, do you need your card? You probably should treat your vaccine card as a medical record. So wherever you keep the rest of your medical records. Now, also, some of you might have misplaced yours. You know, the dog ate your homework type of deal. You can get it from the agency that did your vaccination provider. They can give you a printout of your vaccinations and your date so that you can just attach it. Are you likely to need it? Probably not. But you keep track of all of your other vaccinations in your medical records, so you might as well keep this as well. But you no longer need it. You know, you're going to have to, uh, to travel or to whatever. It's not necessary any longer. But don't just throw it in the garbage. I know some people just like to have a ceremony where we burn our COVID-19 cards. <laughs> We're going to burn our cards. Put that in the uh, in the rearview window, but uh, just don't do it. We do we do have a couple people commenting their answer in, in the video. Make sure you do it on the picture that is on our Facebook page and not in this video thread. It won't count in the video thread. I don't I don't mind you taking batting practice yeah. in the show thread. If you're just wanting to do it, that, but, but just make sure you do it. It doesn't count. Just mm-hmm. know that. That you're not getting credit for your work mm-hmm. if you don't actually have an at bat at the plate. Cage appearances don't count. Well, I guess an at bat you can still get a walk, right? And that doesn't count. That, uh, plate doesn't count as an at bat. Yeah. <laughs> Lunchables launches a new Lunchables with fresh fruit. Long time, you know, kids have been uh, can surviving. I just get, get my Crunch Bar instead on Lunchables, and I am curious. To know how 
successful they are in sealing off the fruit from the crackers in particular. Because I fear the way that these are packaged, the way it looks like, unless that's walled off properly, those crackers would just soak up the moisture out of those apples and, in particular, out of the pineapple as well. But really, all of them have moisture that could creep over into the and get the soggy crackers. My presumption is that's what's been holding off this innovation for all these years. I, I doubt that it took us until 2023 to go, know what we could do? We could put some fruit in there. Have you had a Lunchable lately? I have not. So... Each compartment is sealed pretty well. Okay. They're individually I mean, sealed? Yes. Good. So, like, for example, your your cheese is in one little uh, square uh-huh. sealed around it. And right. then your turkey ham or whatever it is sealed. So, I, I mean, I don't know why we're just now doing this, but I can see how the current sealing should work. Maybe they've tightened it up a little bit. Pretty good shelf life for Lunchables. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've, mm-hmm. they've, got, they've got a pretty good shelf life. Not, I guess they have to be refrigerated mm-hmm. because, yeah. But, yes. but there's still a good shelf life because it's crackers, cheese, and some form of protein. But when you add fruit in there, you really lessen the shelf mm-hmm. life. Is so this, they're going to have to turn these things over fast. Is this also going to be on the pizza version? Because I don't really know that I want, like... Fruit with your pizza. Uh-huh. Is there a pizza lunchable? Yeah. Pizza lunchable? I didn't know that. They're not that good. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I'm surprised you didn't know that. Yes, no, it's it is because typically wow. they're not they, very good. Like but. for your sweet in there, uh, sometimes they'll put like a little miniature like candy. Oh bar. yeah, crunch bars. Yeah, or Butterfinger. Like that. That's yeah, typical. No. The, the pizza, the lunchable pizza was like a, it's it's like a in between a cracker and pizza crust. So it's like a really like it's almost like r- pita. Yeah, pita. And then it's, it's like they give you the pizza sauce in like a ketchup packet almost. That's okay. what it looks like. And then you squeeze it on there. And then you get a little cheese. And maybe if you're lucky, you get, get one or two pieces of pepperoni. Right, They're so, not good. So here's, like, here's how this goes. But it's nostalgia. They say, you want, a, you want a pizza Lunchable? And I'll say, no, I reserve the pizza experience for Hot Pockets. Yeah, those are, those are. I mean, what, what I'm saying is in the space, mm-hmm. like, if. if Lunchables shouldn't even try pizza when King of the Hill Hot Pocket is over here because they got variety. They got ham and cheese. They got the pizza kind. They got yeah, the but, but just, just, seed, just seed, seed the hill. Seed the crown to Hot Pockets. At, at the good old Caneyville Elementary, though, did you have access to a microwave? No, the microwave hadn't been invented when I went to school. So. No. Well, that's they what, they just came out with electricity back then, right? That's one of the mm-hmm. coolest things about um, the uh, – Oh, the peanut butter and jelly Uncrustables. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, like they're frozen, so then they thaw throughout the day. Like, so you throw them in your lunchbox. Mm-hmm. So they get to room temperature mm-hmm. or playground temperature or mm-hmm. whatever temperature you're in. All right. I will tell you, I haven't had a Hot Pocket in a long time, but they are good without a I doubt. I almost need to bring in a pizza Lunchable tomorrow just so you can at least – you, you got to experience it once. A Hot Pocket is one of those things It's almost like a – uh, a pizza roll, like you want to bite into it too fast oh, yeah. because you want to eat it, mm-hmm. and it will burn your mouth. It'll get you. It'll get you. A Florida man is suing Disney World for $50,000 after falling off a popular ride. Now, I, I don't know that I've ever almost seen it happen, but I can see it happening very easily. 
on April 28th of 2022, Billy Williams of Orange County said he was trying to board the Haunted Mansion ride with his wife when a Disney employee, also known as cast members, hit the emergency stop button. The incident caused the ride to jolt without warning, and Williams fell off the ride and onto the ground, the suit alleges. Now, is this, I've never, obviously never been to Disney, so is the Haunted Mansion like one of those rides that you almost have to like hop on because it really never stops moving? It is. It's uh, it's constantly moving. Okay. But it, I mean, it it's, is, it's moving super, super slow. Kind it of thing. is oh, yeah. moving slow, but. I wonder where he fell, like where in the ride he fell. Well, there's only one or two places. You know, when you go down and touch the handle that everybody's worn off uh-huh. and walk up there and get on them. Right. Or you're just around the corner from that and where you step off of them I and gotcha. then come up the ramp. Okay. So there are only two places okay. where that can happen. Okay. All of those rides, though, when they come to a stop like that, you say, why does it stop? Well, when it's constantly moving, when when a GWAD comes through, and that's yeah. an actual term. Guests, guests with a disability. All right, it's an acronym. I'm not making it up. It's true. It's their term. It's not mine. To load them for a person to cross over from their jazzy, their scooter, their wheelchair, their whatever, they have to bring that ride to a stop in order to get that person on because there's a limited window before the the ramp ends, so to speak. And by the way, they have to do that exiting the vehicle as well. There's no warning when that happens, but it doesn't stop in its tracks. Like it doesn't instantly stop, but it does come to a. So if a person, I can see where a person would be, have their foot planted at just the wrong time and could fall. And see, to me, him suing for only $50,000 makes me think that it's not a bad injury. Right. That's what I'm saying, too. Like, it probably did he was not a, a scratch on his knee, and that's his. Uh, he's saying it caused him severe and permanent injuries. What, to your pride? Well, and that's what I'm saying. If if, if it was severe, you're going to sue for a lot more than $50,000. I would think so because, ju- you know. Or a, he doesn't have a case. A trip to the hospital. Because you've got to imagine that they have this on, on camera, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. But, I, honey, wouldn't you imagine this happens a lot? Yes. I mean. I mean, I would think so. For the number of times. Like, yeah. it's a mat- it's only a matter of time. Before you transition from the moving sidewalk mm-hmm. to to regular yeah. ground, before you fall, right. like and you do it enough times, you're going to fall. Right. If I were to do it enough times, and I, know that, I would eventually fall. Well, Whatever infinite infinite per, you know percentage point. Well, and I'm one of those people that I'm I'm more likely to do it anyway. So I, I'm just kind of waiting for my day. Like it's bound to happen. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's it's going to be me. Of our group, anyway. And I know they had a similar ride to this, or they still do, at Kings Island. So that's how I'm kind of thinking of it. Mm-hmm. The Boo Blasters. This is the Scooby-Doo-themed ride. At least when I was there, it was. There's so many of those. I mean, we call them kind of like... Because uh, is it... Do you play the game? Not on Haunted Mansion. Not on Haunted Mansion. We do okay. not. They have one... They have uh, Toy Story Movie Mania, and they have uh, Buzz Lightyear's Ranger Spin, where you you know play a game when you're doing that, but not... Actually, on Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is one of the original attractions hmm. at uh, the Magic Kingdom. So, this has happened more times than just this guy. But, and it also happened in April of 2022. Mm-hmm. 
didn't you know you were hurt in May? Right. And I was thinking, I, I don't know. Now, as you, I've shared with you over the last few weeks, I am watching too much On Patrol Live. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to get caught up because at six hours a week, six hours of coverage a week, condensed down to about two hours and 20 minutes when you extract the commercial content out of it, it takes a while to get back to current day. So, but you're learning about things. You're learning things about society that you might have suspected, but it's sad that you have them confirmed. The number, the the disputes that our law enforcement officers get called to that really are adults who just can't figure out how to behave and solve a problem between themselves. So they got to have another two adults have to have another adult Mm-hmm. Come and settle a dispute between the two of them over something like French fries. I, I've had that happen just listening to the scanner here when I filled in for Ken, <laughs> right. just here in between the lakes. <laughs> like, will you people grow up? Or even just like the somebody's walking down the street. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, he's just he's just going home. Like, so, yeah, somebody reports somebody's walking down the street. Oh Lord, let's dispatch to everybody. A new lawsuit accuses employees at a Popeye's restaurant in Atlanta of attacking a woman in the drive-thru after she attempted to have her order corrected. The incident Listen, ha- allegedly happened in September 2022 in southwest Atlanta after Denitra Dawson attempted to fix an incorrect order. Employees allegedly attacked her, pulling out a chunk of her hair and leaving her bruised. According to a lawsuit filed on Friday, Dawson said in the lawsuit that when she tried to have her order her order fixed, words were exchanged. Uh oh, words were exchanged before the employees were attacked. I would like to add into a comment. Uh, words were exchanged, earrings were removed. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know when they the start taking their out. earrings off, mm-hmm. it's getting ready to go down. And and, and ponytail, <laughs> hair in a ponytail, and the hoops are out of their ears. That's right. But can't you all just see this mm-hmm. in your mind? Can't, yep. uh, can't you see this fight breaking out at the Popeyes over? Hey, my my okra wasn't cooked as well as it need to be, or my red beans and rice were sloppy, or whatever it might Still be. Still delicious. It's all good stuff. You got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. You're on in the know. A destiny. Did you know? It takes about seven minutes for the average person to fall asleep. Seven minutes for the average person to fall asleep. I always try and record it, but then I'm never asleep to write down how many minutes it was when I went to sleep, so I never can get an accurate count. I bet mine's lower. Think it's lower than seven minutes? Don't you uh-huh. think? I'm way over. I guess it depends on when you try to go to sleep. So, I guess. so something for me. I used to be. Uh, I I really w- used to be more of a fall asleep with the TV on, timer set. It goes off after I go to sleep. That's me. Uh, I don't do that anymore. For whatever, I'm not saying I never do that, but now the rule is uh, for me is uh, off. So that I just go to sleep. Historically, if I would watch something that's old or that I've seen before, I can go to sleep. But if it's something I've not seen before or that I might be the least bit interested in and engaged in, I can't watch it because I won't go to sleep. It's like I need I need no, to go to sleep. I always watch some like The Simpsons or something like that that I know I've seen it a hundred times, mm-hmm. but it's just background noise. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
But do you also use other white noise? No. no. Well, I mean, I have a fan on, but I that's... You don't think that counts as white noise? It's not... I don't think I need the noise. I need it just because gotcha. the feel. You think it dulls the sound of the roosters nearby? Unluckily, they, they're... That's good. They, they flew the coop. Well, the weekend box. They're, they're, they're there, but they're not there. You, you, you may have some across the street. We, they weren't there as over the weekend. <laughs> well, they are now. The weekend oh. box office. Barbie holds on to the top spot. Oppenheimer slipped to three. And that makes sense. Most of the people who would be most interested in Oppenheimer went out to see it. Or you're in my category where you're waiting for it to come to you. But Meg 2, The Trench, was at two. Beat out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at four, Haunted Mansion at five, Sound of Freedom at six. Meg two, The Trench at two. I guess for people who go to the movies, that's probably it's a very know. niche audience. Yeah, I mean, but I'd be curious to know what it does in week two. Mm-hmm. Every everybody who was probably gonna see it maybe did in the first week. You know, they went and got their trench on. Uh, Barbie reached $1 billion at the worldwide box office two weeks after its release. A billion dollars in ticket sales for old Barbarella. Elon Musk claims that he'll be fighting Mark Zuckerberg live streaming on Twitter, the platform formerly known as Twitter. How do you think they agreed to that? They didn't. They did not? Yes, because apparently Zuckerberg responded and said, no, we need to do it on a platform that's a little bit more reliable. <laughs> which, I, which I gave that's, I was yeah. like, okay, that's, that's a good little zinger. That's funny. Well. Like so, meta, I guess. Okay. So here's what I think. I think K105 Digital Productions needs to step up and uh, we'll do it for them. No. Truth Social. Let's put them on Truth Social. Let them fight well, it out. I mean, YouTube is a is a fair, I mean, because Google is that's not either one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Google, Google would seemingly be the most impartial between the two. So, yeah, you, you could put. You know, since Alphabet owns YouTube and Google, that would be all right. Uh, all the money raised apparently is going uh, to charity charities that support veterans, U.S. veterans. Do you think this ever will actually happen? I don't know. I, I, I will don't, you watch? If it's you easy. won't pay to watch, no. will you? No, I won't pay to watch. I just thought it was one of those in the tail of the tape. Zuckerberg has the better reach. He has the better fitness. He has the so that means they fight on Elon's home turf, as kind of like a level the playing field. That's what I thought they might be doing. Simone Biles won the twenty twenty three U.S. Classic during her return to competitive gymnastics. So she had been away since the Tokyo Olympics, and now she's back. And asking her about. If she's going to compete next year in France, you know, the uh, Summer Olympics are just next summer again. And she said, I feel really good about where I am right now mentally and physically. I still think there are some things to work on throughout the night in my routines. But for the first meet back, I would say it went pretty well. So I don't know if she's, I don't know if you see her. I don't know if there's a chance in France you'll see her in Paris or not. (laughs) Katy Perry has been writing a lot of light and bright new music as her residency wraps up. So... She's uh, winding things down in Las Vegas, and uh, at least for this round of her residency, looks like new music is on the way of the light and bright variety. That's good. And I told you earlier, I told you a few weeks ago that it's not just you. If you think that the tick season is worse this year, they are gradually getting worse year over year. This one is worse than last. 
And that information intersects with some entertainment news. I don't watch it, but I know some people watch Naked and Afraid. Well, on Naked and Afraid, one of the contestants, you know, had to do the old uh, check yourself for ticks uh, deal. And uh, he had one in a place that shouldn't be there, right? Found a tick in an area, well, in one of the places you would least want one. So, had to inspect the old bait and tackle there and found a uh, stick of worm in there. <laughs> found a tick. So, oh, my. Woo. Did they have any alcohol, though? You know, alcohol swabs? Got to get to a break. That's some kind of friend, too, to to trust with that. More on the way here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Have you ever considered how much better it was being a passenger in a car before you learned to drive than it is after you learned to drive? Right. you got to learn to grab the O-blank o- handle. Before you learned to drive, you didn't think anything about it. Just get in there and go down the road. And then, once you learn to drive yeah. and commonly drive, then you go, ooh, I don't know about this passenger mm-hmm. stuff. It uh, is uh, harder, harder harder to do. So. <laughs> yeah, it can be harrowing at times. Yeah, it can be. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1942... U.S. and other Allied forces landed at Guadalcanal, marking the start of the first major Allied offensive in the Pacific during World War II. In 1789, the U.S. Department of War was established by Congress. In 1882, the famous feud between the Hatfields of West Virginia and the McCoys of Kentucky erupted into full-scale violence. In 1971, the Apollo 15 mission ended successfully as its command module splashed down in the Pacific Ocean. In 2005, ABC News anchorman Peter Jennings died in New York at age 67. And a year ago, Democrats pushed their estimated $740 billion election year economic package through the Senate. Birthdays today. Former FBI Director Robert Mueller is 79 today. Mueller, Mueller. Rodney Crowell is 73. Wayne Knight is 68 today. Wayne Knight. Should I know who that is? So he's a nemesis in Toy Story 2. He's Al? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And he is... Hello, Newman. Oh, yeah. He's Newman okay. on Seinfeld. Yeah, he's the bad guy in Toy Story 2. I was going to say, when you mention that, I definitely you can't forget about Al. Mm-hmm. David Duchovny is 63. I think it's probably interesting that I mentioned that. I deliberately mentioned that before I mentioned Newman on Seinfeld. Because everyone knows, hello, Newman. When you control the mail, you control information. Charlie's there and is 48 today, and Major League Baseball All-Star Mike Trout is 32. One of the best right there. Gone but not forgotten. It was the World Baseball Classic when Otani struck out Mike Trout to end mm. the to win gave the, Japan the win. Yeah, to win the gold medal or the championship. I don't really know how yeah. they what they give away. I guess if I guess if I were gonna send somebody to the plate, I guess it might be you know might I as mean, well be Mike Trout. You're you're not going to get a much better American to hit, and if you're Japan, you're not going to get a much better. That's right. 
it was power on power. Gone but not forgotten, Nathaniel Green, the American Revolutionary War hero, died this date in 1742. No, he was born this date in 1742. He died in June of 1786. Mata Hari was born in 1876. Don Larson, Mr. Perfect Game himself, born in 1929. Not just Perfect Game, Perfect Game in the World Series. I was going to say, Mr. Perfect, that's... It, it, I love how every team has their own Mr. Perfect. 1942, B.J. Thomas was born. He passed away back in 2021. That's that crazy about uh, Germán from the Yankees. Threw a perfect game earlier this year, and now he's finishing the rest of the season uh, treatment for alcoholism. Oh, I missed that. That's weird, yeah. Kind of crazy. I mean, the highs and lows of a single season. Gone, uh, no, chart toppers. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, the Reds just lost their Mr. Perfect uh, back in uh, October, November. Tom Browning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom Browning. Mm -hmm. Of course, sometimes I get Tom Seaver. Yeah, no, Tom Seaver never did throw. I want to say he he lost one of his with two outs in the eighth. My chart topper's being difficult, Sam. You, you, You haven't. I haven't what? Turned it up. No, no, no. Oh. I was trying to get something not to oh, play. Oh, oh I yeah. thought you, No, no, there was I something. I thought you had turned no. it up yet, and I was like, well, it does. No, there was something that rolled through oh, okay. that I just like, well, it's. Okay. You know how they get play, keep playing, I, and they go, one's been playing for an hour. I didn't hour, know if that so. spider had crawled in the brain a little bit. Well, it, it's apparently it, it, made it, its it way. took what it needed out of there and went on. Uh, let's see. I was going to do Fats Domino, Ain't That a Shame, in 55. And then Jan and Dean, number one, little old lady from Pasadena in 64. Did, speaking of truck talkers, did you get a report? Did, did the Dum uh, Dum make it in on Friday night? You weren't there to see it? No, I was at Cougar football. It was the encore. Oh. And then uh, as they left the stage, they played, you know, the the Zoc also Zara. Poothstra or whatever they played for Elvis when he would come on the stage and then he would leave. That's They played that leading into Dumb Dumb by Brenda Lee. And then um, and then they played the you know that riff of C.C. Ryder when Elvis would leave the stage and then mm-hmm. they announced Elvis has left the building. She sang Dumb Dumb and then they played that song and then somebody had to announce Strawberry Queen has left the building. <laughs> That's how it went. Wings, Live and Let Die, number one in 73. Did you ever get to see McCartney? I have never seen McCartney live, no. My parents have seen him a couple times. I've not not seen him. I, I guess I still want to. Is he is he gonna get another tour in him? Maybe. I mean, surely. Yeah. He won't stop. Because what he was at Rough maybe what five years ago? Maybe. Steve Miller Band number one. Abra Kadabra number one in eighty two. Listen, on this day in seven in eighty two, Survivor Eye of the Tiger was number one on one chart. Hurt so good. John Cougar was number one on another chart. Steve Miller Band, Abracadabra. And on the country chart, Hank Williams Jr., Honky Tonka, was number one. Wow. Summertime, DJ Jazzy Jeff, number one in 91. 
I Want to Know Joe in 2000. Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling in 09. There's a classic. Cardi B, I Like It in uh, Five Years Ago Today, back in 2018. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. We interact with strangers on the Internet willingly but ignore everybody in public. <laughs> we interact with strangers on the Internet willingly but ignore everybody in public. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.